We're so excited to have you joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. Why don't you put your remote control down because God has some super encouraging things for you and partners. Of course, we love you and we appreciate you. Such an integral part of helping us cover the earth with the word. I want to give you a quick testimony. I received this text message yesterday from a friend of mine and God gave her a prophetic word three years ago. And in that, in those three years, you see God with that specific word, carry her through some very dark circumstances and really redeem things and turn a curse into a tremendous blessing. So you might be watching right now and you're in a dark season. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would turn the curse into a blessing because God has hope and a future for you and really has good things for you. So be encouraged. It's not going to stay this way forever. This is not a permanent state of being. God has a transformation and change coming for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. And mom, we have a totally cool guest today. One of your absolute favorite people in the whole world. Who are we interviewing? We are interviewing Joan Hunter. Now I have known Joan Hunter since she was 17 years old because her mother, Frances Hunter, was my best friend. And so, you know, I have long history here and wonderful history. Now, why do I especially like Joan? Because she really shows you where the rubber meets the road. And she has a new book out called The Power of Prophetic Vision. You know, there's a lot going on right now about prophetic vision. But I am so happy about hers because she is going to show you how to turn your dreams into destiny. So this can be a big turnaround for you. Yes, it can. And I have total confidence in this book and what it's going to do in your life. I don't have a safe place to sleep on. I am scared. I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources. I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then saving Moses. Saving Moses gives me a safe place to sleep at night. Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely. We're so thrilled and happy to have you joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. And we have one of our favorite guests, Joan Hunter. Yes. Yay, Yay. Joan. Love you. Family member here. So you, you are. And Joan, one of your latest books is called The Power of Prophetic Vision. I'm going to ask you a question because I want you to talk to our audience in terms of growing up, what was spoken over you? What was the vision in your life when you were a childhood about who you were, who you were not, what you could and couldn't do? What was that like? It was really, it was hard and and yet I accepted it. So it made it easy. I know that sounds kind of strange, but being told that you're dumb, stupid, ignorant, retarded, never amount to anything. You'll never be able to do anything but wash dishes, maybe. And then this, that, and the other. And so I'm like, okay. What's your nickname when you were growing up? Dum Dum. 
and I'll never be able to read or write. Okay. So you accept this. My mother accepted it because it came from the teachers and they just accepted it. Now, my mom is a genius. My brother's a genius. I miss the genius train, but I write very simply. Just very, so simple, basically ninth grade level. Everybody can understand it. And it's just really awesome. And, um, and so I, I talk simple. I don't, you know, all these big words and different things like that, you know, and, um, but I, I learned later in life that I'm a kinetic learner, that I'm not retarded. It's just, I learn differently and I can work with that. And, and I, and I can actually tell you when it happened. Um, when I was about five in my mom's womb, about five months along, my natural father came back to kill us and shot at us. And the trauma from that moment, uh, went into my brain. It was a time of developing of my brain. And I, at that point, I never saw him again until I was 16. I actually didn't see him in the womb. And, uh, but the, and I, and I'm like, God, when did this happen? And it just, trauma affected my brain. And obviously I'm, you know, worldwide, a president of a worldwide ministry. So I'm not stupid, own television program, et cetera, multiple books. But the point is we can live in that. And so my mom accepted it because it was from authority. So as she accepted it, they let me sit in class and graduate just sitting there because they knew I couldn't do anything. I didn't have to do my homework. I didn't have to read. I didn't have, I was not encouraged in, in our public school system, which is really sad. Where would I be if I was encouraged? I know where I'm supposed to be. I'm right here. Okay. And I want to speak to that because some of you watching right now, you've been told things from your childhood. You were told things by your parents or you were told things by siblings. You were told things by teachers, by, by fellow students that you were these labels. I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you, break that, but also encourage you to grab your copy of The Power of Prophetic Vision because those labels and, and, what, and what the devil does, he steals, mm. he kills and he mm-hmm. destroys, John 10, 10. But Jesus came to give us life, life more abundantly. Plus the fact it says in 1 John that Jesus came to undo the works of the enemy. And so the work of the enemy in your life was dumb, dumb, ignorant, all, all that stuff. But Jesus undid that. He did. And this book is undoing what the devil has done. Right. And too oftentimes we just accept what we've been labeled, what the enemy has said and spoken over us. And, uh, and so uh, I, this book right here is helping so many people, the teachings. I've been doing the teachings for the last couple of years and to see people's change, their lives changed as a result of this. We got to get out of the comfort zone, you know, get out of where our dreams go to die and, and get out of there and really walk that out. Okay. And uh, so this one lady, she was with me um, in one of my meetings and she's part of my team when, when I'm in the area and there was, a, the pastors were prophetic artists. They said, stay between the services on Saturday, Saturday morning, Saturday night, and paint. She goes, I can't, I can't. I mean, she starts freaking, I can't, I can't. And I'm like, Why? you know, and I'm like, what's going on? And he, he saw that there was some resistance, but he really felt led to push and pursue. So he pursued and she painted an incredible prophetic art like you've never seen. Well, that's awesome. But 12 years ago, her dad who she painted with died and she in turn laid the paintbrush down and hadn't been able to pick it up since. So she in turn that day picked the paintbrush up, painted, 
And then she was believing God for money to help support her ministry. So she painted all these pictures and they all sold on eBay and, and Facebook and all that stuff. And she was able to help fund her ministry. Okay, so there's dreams and visions and giftings that we've laid down because of the trauma, the death, you know, and different things like that. And it's time that we re that we go in there and we pick up our paintbrush again mm -hmm. and do what he's called us to do. I love that. And your mother would paint that on people's lives mm -hmm. because I remember when I was very, very sick and she would call me every night. Mm -hmm. And this is unusual how this is passed on in families. Mm -hmm. And she would call me every night. Well, how are you? Well, I'm not so good. Well, this is, you're going to be better. You're going to be better. She'd never. Then one night she said, this is the last bad night of your life. I remember and that. <laughs> I said, it is. And it was. Mm -hmm. And they could not find anything wrong with me with all of the stuff that they had thought. They didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying we paint on other people. Mm -hmm. We paint through writing. We paint through words. Mm -hmm. We paint through attitudes. That's a big, big deal. So right now I'm in a big deal with a man. Nobody knows who it is, but he is very unfaithful to his wife. So I'm painting a big deal. You love your wife and your wife love you, mm -hmm. loves you and you love your children and your children love you. And this is who you are. You are not a philanderer. Right. And I agree. And, and the thing is, vision. And, and one of the things you, you said earlier about what uh, parents, you know, like paint over their children, yeah. you never amount to anything. You'll never finish. You never don't try anything. Don't start anything new because you never finished. And you've been around people, probably employees and so forth, that just they just can't finish it. Well, that curse has been word curse that's been put on them. That needs to be broken off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and there's steps to, you know, it's like, God, if there's anything of me in here that's not of you, I want it out. You know, Father, what's done in darkness be revealed in the light, you know, and all these different areas. And the thing is, don't give up on your dreams. You know, oh, don't give up on your dreams. Nope. And, uh, you know, and it's so exciting to see how we have literally fulfilled our dreams and in doing what we're doing. And we're living, we're living the life, man. And God <laughs> is so blessing everything that we put our hands to do, whatever country we go to, whether U.S. or around the world, you know, physically or through television is absolutely phenomenal. But see, God has a whole lot more for you. And the enemy, like he's, like she said, comes to kill, steal, 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 and destroy your dreams. And why? Because he's afraid of you. We need to turn that around. The enemy does need to be afraid of us, and we don't need to be afraid of the enemy. You know, and it's like new levels, new devils. That's so not scriptural. New levels, you get higher with God. And, and I want to encourage you, if you're afraid to step out for fear of the attack of the enemy, that is a lie of the devil keeping you from getting out of the boat. Reality is, Peter, you're not going to walk on the water. Jesus says, get out of the boat. Take me at my word. God wants us to take him at his word. Get out of the boat. The water will be hard. And you will walk and you will walk out your destiny and have so much fun. Hallelujah. And when we walk with Jesus, 
we walk in our divine purpose. Absolutely. When we say yes to Jesus, and we may not know what that means exactly. We may not know, hey, you know, this is going to mean go down this road, da, 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 all these things. But I think ultimately we just need to say yes in our hearts. Mm -hmm. No to the devil and yes to Jesus. And some of you watching right now, it's, it's really, that's kind of the first simple step for you is just say no. No to the enemy. No to lies. No to deception. Remember, the enemy's native language is lying. So if the enemy can deceive you or plant a doubt or plant whispers, subtleties, insinuations, nuances, uh, maybe did God really say all that stuff? You have to say no. You have to say no to the enemy and yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus being the Lord and Savior of your life. Yes to Jesus being your master. All of us have been called to something bigger than ourselves, a dream or vision that only God can help us fulfill. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Joan Hunter's book, The Power of Prophetic Vision. Through this book, you'll discover how to speak resurrection life back into your dreams, overcome failures, setbacks, and mistakes, stand in the calling of God for your life, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Hold On to Your Dream booklet, The Divine Yes CD Teaching, Sarah's Check Your Vision CD Teaching, and our God Will Scripture card. For your gift of $79 or more, we will include our new mustard seed necklace. Representing Matthew 17 20, this is a beautiful reminder that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. The pendant includes a mustard seed charm and faith charm. Call or click today to receive these inspiring resources. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect every one with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. You know, we have a continuing truth, a continuing miracle for you in this program. So this is a very important time because we're looking at what has started, but what is continuing. And you don't want to stop. You want to keep cooking, right? You want to keep going. So I want you to see that there is really power and prophetic vision for you in the rest of this program. Mm -hmm. And so what you have started, you know, you're going to continue. But if they missed it, they could miss the most important part. 
Right. Agreed? Agreed. And uh, it's, it's kind of fun. I had an opportunity to actually help design the cover of the book with binoculars. Good. Because, you know, you can see right here, but God wants you to see down the road. And, uh, and it's so fun, uh, the different things. And this is something I, I mentioned during this last little break here to them, that what I want to do is, and we can even pray for this because it's so important. There is, I feel, a spirit of procrastination over this nation, primarily in the church. And in, in all ages, you know, whether it's, you know, 13 up to 113. And the spirit of procrastination, well, I'll get around to it next year. I'll get around to it next week. I'll get around to it. No, this is a time when it's here, it's now, it's our season, it's our time. And the spirit of procrastination is kind of interesting because I've been telling everybody to, you know, say yes. And Jesus is looking for people that will say yes. And a few months ago, God kind of encouraged me to not just say that, but he says to ask people that will say yes, but with follow through. God's asking us to have follow through, whereas the body of Christ has not had that great follow through. So I want to encourage you now is a time to get rid of any of the chains that have kept you from doing what God's called you to do. Be prepared for what he's called you to do, what you have longed to do. And it's like, I remember when I, I just first started wanting to go in ministry. Well, at that time I got my hair permed because just the hair is not my, my forte, so to speak. And so I got my hair permed. I got some outfits that I could put a backpack on so I could speak. I got out my messages and wrote the three-point sermons. And, and I did everything I could do to get ready so that when it happened, you know, I would be ready. And we've got to be ready in season and out. I attended a church on Sunday just just happened to be in town in a situation that was just beyond what I could ever hope, dream, or imagine who happened to be there in, in the God connection. They said, we want you to speak. Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, come on. I got to speak all over the world. And, and one guy says, I'll give you five. And the other guy comes in who is in charge of everything. He says, there is no limit. 15, 20, 30 minutes, take whatever you want. And I mean, it was the most incredible, powerful time because I had to be ready. I was totally expecting to go to church, worship, listen to the speaker, and that was it, okay? But at that point, God saw me there and my steps are ordered of the Lord, put me up on the platform, went all over God TV, went all over, you know, the network and everything. And it was amazing what God did. But I had to be ready for that moment. Now, I want to speak to that too, because you might be watching right now and it's hard for you to think about getting ready because you're like, I just have too much stuff I'm doing now. I've got all this, you know, here and there, and you got a lot of distractions in your life. And, and God wants to challenge you to eliminate some of the distractions, to eliminate some of the things that are not reinforcing and scoped in with God's divine purpose and destiny in your life. Sometimes we let stuff come alongside that can be nice and a hobby and friendly, but sometimes we let those things get too big and we need to just kind of dial things back and get right back into the crosshairs of God's divine design for you and purpose. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would refocus, recalibrate your vision and help you kind of put things in better priority, realign things. And uh, of course, grab your copy of The Power of Prophetic Vision. 
Now, Joan, I'm going to ask you something, and I, I want to, when we talk about be ready, so I can like be ready, but what happens when like somebody, if somebody were to say to me, hey, Sarah, you got five minutes, you know, and, and I, I'm kind of ready, but I'm not really good at it. And so I make mistakes. And then when I make the mistakes, I feel like a dork, you know, and then all this stuff and I feel like a loser. And then I want to do that again because, you know, I tried and then I failed. What do you say to a person who feels like they've failed? Well, get over it. Number one. Number two, have, have you ever failed at anything? Yeah, we all have. You baked you chicken. Know. That was my nemesis, a baked chicken. Couldn't do a baked chicken to save my life. <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny. And it's like, okay, we're never having a baked chicken ever again right, in our home. Right. Okay. We're going to buy it at the store and it's done. It's yep. great. Okay. Cheater chicken. Yep. And cheater chicken. <laughs> that's, that's what funny. I call it. <laughs> cheater chickens. That's really funny. But see, how many times, you know, because my mom was this big icon, Frances Hunter. She was so well known. She, everybody loved her. And then this is Joan. You know, and then she, mom would force me to say stuff. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I thought the microphone, because that's when they had the cords on them. I was a snake, you know. Now I own my own <laughs> microphone that I travel with, you know. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. But see, I had to lay that fear down. I was made fun of my entire life because even growing up, I was either obese or morbidly obese majority of my life. And so I had to lay down all the rejection, all the abandonment, betrayal and verbal abuse that I received. And I will say not from my mother, but, you know, from everybody else. And, you know, and all these things that had been then being labeled stupid, you're dealing with all of that. And it's amazing that I'm here today. But let me tell you, I am so free. Hallelujah. And I'm doing what God's called me to do because I had to lay down what people thought of me. You know, and, and people may have thought I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified enough or this, that, or the other. But you know what? I have proven them wrong. You know, God has proven them wrong. But I had to be willing to give up all of those labels, all those hurts, all those betrayals and different areas. I had to lay that down. And I had to forgive the people that had hurt me, yeah. that had told me, you can't. Mm -hmm. And that you will never. And, you know, and to, to be in such high demand, you know, of more books. And I, I send one off. And as soon as I send one off, I get another download for a book. And I'm like, okay, God, you know, <laughs> and, and he knows I'm going to get it out, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and the thing is, it's like I'm prepared for what this next book is going to be about. I already know what's in it. And I could probably sit down and probably verbalize it in literally just a matter of moments and uh, probably about three hours I could have the whole book done. That's how I, that's how much I know that this book is of God. And some are a little bit harder, you know, but this one, this next one's going to be real easy for me. And it will be a real encouragement to people to do what God's called them to do. But the point is, is are you doing everything that God's called you to do? And like, well, no, because here's a big one. I don't have the money and you want to go into full-time ministry, but you don't have the money and you're mountains and mountains in debt. This is a time that we need to be very careful with our money, repent for how we've spent it wrongly, give into ministries that are believing God uh, and are, have miracles happen in their ministries, like given to this ministry. It's amazing what God is doing and they're good with their finances you know, and, and it really asks God to heal you in the area of finances and then to help fund your ministry.
That's a major area. Study to show yourself approved. Read the Bible. Read books on healing if you want to do healing. Read books on how to get out of your comfort zone. Do something. Don't just stay where you are. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And, and I would encourage you as well, when you get on the phone, get on the website, we want to pray for you that God would help you and, and really break some of that financial bondage and hindrances off of you. But as well, grab your copy of The Power of Prophetic Vision. And here are some of the chapters. I love the first chapter, coulda, shoulda. <laughs> I think that's so great. That leams all like a boatload of us. Coulda, shoulda, da-da, but we always have. Another one, dreams of destiny. God has put dreams of destiny in your heart. The third chapter, labels, destructive or constructive labels. Labels that we've had from our past, labels that we've let happen in our mind. Constructive labels, hey, changing the mindset, changing the, the point of view, the outlook. Chapter four is on focus. Do you know that where you look is where you go? Seriously. I mean, that's really simple right in and of itself. Chapter five, time to step out. And chapter six, steps to fulfilling your destiny. A, B, C, D, E. Really phenomenal, super practical. So I just encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy. And I would say this, get at least three to five copies of The Power of Prophetic Vision. Because you and I, we know people who need God's plan and vision in their heart to be illuminated and revealed to them. All of us have been called to something bigger than ourselves, a dream or vision that only God can help us fulfill. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Joan Hunter's book, The Power of Prophetic Vision. Through this book, you'll discover how to speak resurrection life back into your dreams, overcome failures, setbacks, and mistakes, stand in the calling of God for your life, and much more. We'll also send you Marilyn's Hold On to Your Dream booklet, The Divine Yes CD Teaching, Sarah's Check Your Vision CD Teaching, and Our God's Will Scripture Card. For your gift of $79 or more, we will include our new mustard seed necklace. Representing Matthew 17 20, this is a beautiful reminder that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible for you. The pendant includes a mustard seed charm and faith charm. Call or click today to receive these inspiring resources. All of us have dreams, don't we? We say, well, sometimes I think they're nightmares, but I believe we have wonderful dreams. And so today we have Joan Hunter with us and she is going to be sharing with you just in a quick moment what you can get through your dreams. And we're going to pray for you to really walk out your dreams. And this is what's so important is that you not just sit on your dreams. Oh, that was really nice, but I know you can't be talking to me. Well, call yourself Gideon, call yourself Gideonette, whatever you want to call it. And But the point is, God wants to raise you up. He wants you to walk out your dreams and your visions that he's had. So I'm going to pray with you now. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I send the word of healing in Jesus' name of revelation to what we've been talking about on this program. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, the spirit of procrastination be completely annihilated to Mm -hmm. every single person within the sound of my voice whenever this is heard and every time it's heard. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak a a momentum and a desire to do more for you. 
And Father, anything that is keeping them from doing what you've called them to do, for that to be gone in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I totally agree. And I want to finish with this encouraging verse for you. It's Jeremiah 33, 3. And this is what God wants to ask you to do now is call to me, call to God, and God will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call to God. God has answers and solutions and provisions that far exceed your natural ability.